0: Yeah! It's Josh Williams here, guys, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 60 for Wednesday, July 4th, 2018. How's everybody doing? Welcome, onesies. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for click and play on this here episode. Happy Canada Day to all my Canadian listeners. That happened over the last few days. And happy 4th of July today, well, tomorrow for me, uh, to all my American listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening as well. This month so far, my downloads have been split, even Steven, between, uh... Canada and the great old US of A. So, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in, guys. Again, happy Canada Day to, to Canadian listeners. Happy Fourth of July to my American listeners, and happy whatever day to everyone listening everywhere else internationally. I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. This is uh, I got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. I got a, a personal trainer this last week. I, uh, I chipped a tooth. Hey, hey. Uh, hung out with a bunch of different friends this week. I uh, you know been working out a lot more. Got to go hang out with my my close personal friends uh, at a brunch and, uh, you know, we started the Prove Your Comic competition at Absolute Comedy. Lots of stuff to talk about. So, um, you know, without further ado, dive right into it. As always, I'm doing a lot of Uber driving. Um, I'm getting, you know, I'm not missing any days and I'm not starting as late into the morning as I used to. So that's going a little bit better um, and I'm working later. So I'm just, uh, I'm doing good in terms of like my finances and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, working a lot more, you know, working more and uh and able to do more which is why i decided you know what maybe it's time to get a trainer again because um as much as i'm working out you know i'm actually i think it's that bug you know what i mean they talk about how once you start exercising you get uh, addicted to it now i don't think i'm anywhere near that but i will tell you that uh, i've been doing elliptical at home um, almost every single day i'll jump on there i'll do 20 minutes and i'll watch an episode of uh, arrested development is what i've been watching and um I think, uh, you know, I, I get off and I'm kind of like, all right, let's do more. I'm glad to be off the machine because my heart's going to explode, but I, uh, I am enjoying, you know, the exercise and I'm, I'm craving it and it's, you know, I'm like, all right, what else, what else? Right. And there's just not a whole else, (laughs) a whole lot else we could do here at home. But, um, and I figured, you know what, uh, maybe it's time to get a trainer again to, to, you know, I want to work out, but I want to make sure I'm doing it right because I know that, uh, and I'm not sure if you guys know this. But there's a lot of wrong ways to do exercises. You can you can want to work out, and you can grab a grab a hold of a handle on a machine and start yanking on it, and you know it, it, it might you might feel pain and you might feel some muscles aching, and go, yeah, man, I'm feeling the burn. You might just be you know doing it wrong and causing yourself pain. Now you'll be working out muscles, but it's certainly not the ones that that machine was designed for. But I'll get into that a little bit later on when I start talking about that. Um, Wednesday of this last week. Um, had an opportunity to speak with my, uh, my partner at DK books and, uh, and they're having a great time, uh, with us. They're, they're a wonderful, you know, partner. And, uh, you know, as much as it's funny, cause as much as they're like a publishing, you know, book company, um, they, they, they sort of love my, uh, my silliness. You know what I mean? Uh, in terms of just, you know, uh, it's, it's funny, I, I guess it may as well tell you that story now. Um, I was going to save it for when we got to the, you know, the DK portion of the show, but, uh. But DK has uh, some new books coming out, and uh, and the last time they sent me some stuff, they uh, they had said, you know, hey, if I wanted to do a giveaway or something like that uh, for some of their titles, to uh, you know, to, to let them know. So I, I spoke with uh, with my, my my contact there, um, and we started going back and forth about some ideas and things like that. So um, I guess the, the first part of the podcast that might be exciting is we're going to be doing some, uh, some contests uh, for some giveaways for some of the DK books uh, coming out. So uh, and, and some of the ones that have been out. So we're, we're still working on uh, how to structure that and how to, you know, get you guys excited and involved in it. But um, you know, there's uh, there's some free books in the future for, uh, for some of the listeners. So onesies, you guys can get in on that. And in the meantime, uh, you know, why not, uh, why not let me know, you know, what, uh, what DK books and things like that you guys might be interested in. There's some series that they've got out that I think we're going to be doing some giveaways in, but you know, uh, in the near future, we will be doing some of these and they've also got a new book. I was gonna say, I, I sometimes I talk so fast, I fucking stutter right over the words and, and don't even correct them. But yeah, we'll be doing some, some giveaways in the near future. One of the series that I love the how it works series. Um, they're already six books deep. They've got another one coming out. And uh, it was so funny. I was talking to him about it and he's like, uh, you know, when, when they said that, uh, when they first started partnering with me, they said like one of the guys in the the department, whatever was like, you know, they're swearing on that podcast, right? And uh, they're like, yeah, but we, we, you know, we, we trust him. It's not like I'm, I'm one of those people. I don't start my podcast. You know, my podcast isn't every week me talking about how much I love Trump or, you know, something controversial, you know, occasionally I'll, 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 wander across subjects. I mean, but I don't take hard stances on shit and I'm not a hateful person. So um and and again, one of the reasons that I I love, you know, DK as my partner is that they're pretty cool with me. You know what I mean? They're like, what are you interested in? What do you you know, what do you need from us? And and they give me carte blanche to talk about stuff the way I want to talk about it. And I uh I appreciate that. You know? And I'm sure if I uh if I cross any of my partners the way they don't want to be crossed, they'll let me know. But it was funny because we were talking about the 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 fact that, you know, as much as it's a, a a book a book company, a publishing company. Um, they said uh, they got a new one from the How It Works series called How We're Fucking Up the Earth, <laughs> which is great because they're like, we're almost taking a page out of your book now and, and using the profanity in our titles now. So uh, it, it's really funny and I really look forward to that book when it comes out. Um, it's uh, It already seems super fascinating to me and uh, and I love that we had a laugh over that. Um and they're great partners too. Whenever we post stuff on social media, you know, they retweet it under their page. So again, regular people who are just interested in books uh actually get pointed towards the one man podcast. So I hope we haven't uh hope we haven't upset any of their loyal followers to go like, what the hell is that thing that they retweeted? So hey, if you happen to be one of the people who wanders in from uh, from a DK retweet, sorry about that, everybody. I hope uh hope you enjoy what you hear and uh and whatnot. My regular onesies have come to expect the silliness from me so um what do we got going on here what else do we do so we got yeah dk contest coming up guys um super excited for that more details to come um i uh i think also last week it was so funny um buddy uh mike stork uh comedian again there's an episode uh, an interview episode with him feel free to go back and, and take a listen to that um storks was, was in town for a little bit he was going to come back he's performing at absolute comedy in kingston he was last week i should say and uh, he was going to come back for canada day hangout here but we didn't see him so i guess he had a great time in kingston i did see him posting pictures of uh, himself and poutine in kingston so i know he's a huge fan of that and uh he loves his poutine so uh, I know he had a good time in Canada Day. He's from um, from Baltimore, so it's always nice when uh, whenever the American comics come up here and, and get a chance to sort of see how we do on uh, Canada Day, it is great. But uh, we played some uh, some virtual reality last week. Like so, I think while Stork was staying with us, we had an opportunity to uh, to let him play some of the VR stuff. It's always fun to put people who've never played VR into VR before, because you know they haven't. Uh, it's a it's definitely a new experience. I don't know if you guys out there have really had a chance to play with uh, virtual reality. But um, I, I pick up, you know, a new game every now and again, like maybe once every couple of months. And I only ever play the VR too, it's, it seems, when I've got company. Like, I don't sit down and play. I don't play video games anymore. Like, you guys hear how my week is. There's so much stuff going on. Don't have a chance to just put my helmet on and wander off into a world of ghosts and goblins. And That and a lot of the games that I like are horror games. So I'll buy, like, these horror VR games. And then I'm a huge pussy, so I'll put them in. And I'm like, it's super fucking scary, and I got to take t- it off because I'm stuck in this world of horror so anyways we we played some uh some horror games with Stork he did uh he had a blast um and even ended up borrowing uh Kamar's like VR helmet but I haven't seen him yet I haven't seen him come back so you know maybe uh maybe he's not coming back maybe Stork's not coming back um yeah sorry guys a little bit of uh low energy right now I'm doing this way late in the day on Tuesday I uh, meant to do it much much sooner but it is hot As hell in Ottawa, we've been going through day after day of just serious heat, and our air conditioning broke yesterday, so it was a crazy hot night, and then uh, the guy came to fix today, and I think it was back for like two, three hours, and now it's gone again, so it is hot as hell, and I'm a big dude sweating, sweating, sweating in this heat, so you might find my energies dip a little bit, and I apologize for that, but uh, just trying to stay alive and get this podcast out on time. (laughs) <laughs> last week I was kind of all over the map with uh with certain things like I I'm I'm certainly aware guys that while I'm doing this podcast I'm trying to to make it so that I've got more things going on and more things that are actually interesting for you guys to hear and and even funny stuff uh you know to to go on I've got a new segment that I'd like to try out with you guys this week and see if there's you know anything that uh maybe gets you on board with it but I think it's something I've wanted to talk about in material several times and stand up and uh never really found a way to do it, but I think that it might be a really fun little segment on the podcast. Um, but again, get to that little later on. I'm just trying to spruce this up a little bit in terms of just content, right? I want you guys to enjoy it. And I'd love to know what you, what you guys like about the podcast and whatnot, because basically just reading over what happened in my week, uh, you know, early on, in the podcast, I was doing a lot more things, doing some traveling, stuff like that. So, it was a lot more interesting stories to tell you. So, to just tell you about my week. You know, I went and I did grocery shopping and I played some games and I, you know, Ubered. I, I want it to be more interesting for you guys. So, I'm trying to to get more things going on and more more stuff to sort of write home about. Um, but yeah, so in terms of one of the things I, I did this week, uh, I went to, uh, to Good Life. And I walked in the door. I was just going to do, you know, again, jump on the elliptical there, you know, treadmill, do some minor, you know, weightlifting and stuff like that. And I decided I was just chatting with the people there and I decided, okay, maybe it's time to get a trainer again. So jumping into that, you know, back to the, what we were talking about before is, uh, when I, when I first started losing weight a few years ago, and I mean, like I lost weight a reasonable amount and then I, you know, put it back on lifestyle changes and, uh, and I put it all back on, but one of the things that that I definitely learned and I got value from was I I grabbed this package at uh, at Good Life, which they still have uh, for anyone who's interested too, is I grabbed this like this introductory package where you got a certain amount of personal training, uh you know I guess appointments or whatever I don't call them classes because they're not but sessions there you go, personal training sessions uh with a professional and. What I learned from the guy was, uh, and he's still a friend to today, um, and he's even got his own company. We're trying to, him and I are talking on the back end, so we might get an interview with him. We might get some partnerships, something like that going on. Nothing nothing too huge or whatever. But um, anyways, the, the my, my, my buddy Mike, uh, who was my trainer way back when, um, it, one of the things I learned from him was just that there's like there's tons of different um, things that are, are important when you're doing you know, uh, weight training and stuff like that when you're trying to build, build muscle and, you know, burn fat is that you can do a ton of different exercises, but if your posture isn't right, if you're not doing the right form. And again, you'll get all this from like YouTube videos and stuff like that, but I've already got, you know, I don't have great posture. I've already got, you know, my issues with my hernia and stuff like that. Um, So I want to make sure that when I'm doing it, I'm not causing any more damage to the issues that I have, and that I'm getting the most benefit from the time and effort that I'm putting into it, right? So um, he showed me a lot of stuff that just, you know, he said to me that, you know, it used to be that. He would walk through the gym and try to correct people like they were doing stuff and he'd be like, I try to try to correct him." He's like, you know, it's just, but at the same time, he's like, you know, people don't want to be bothered and people think, you know, this becomes a pissing contest and stuff. And he's like, just, so I just, I don't do it. But he goes, there's a lot of people at the gym doing exercises the wrong way. So even watch the other people that are there doing the exercises, um, is not a, a great way of, of knowing. So, um, and the machines themselves, sometimes, you know, they'll show pictures, but they don't show necessarily everything that you may want to consider, you know what I mean? Like they'll show you like, this is how you start this, is how you finish. But at the same time, like, you know, you'll know same thing with the trainer. right? he would say like, where are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? You know, here and here. And I go, no, I'm feeling it in my back. It goes, okay, you're too low. And you know, he'd adjust the seat and we'd change it. And so that the, the right parts of the body, cause your muscles will do it. You'll move stuff and you'll feel muscles burning. But if it's not the ones designed for the machine, you know, other muscles will compensate. So Anyways, all that to say is that the value of a trainer for me is that it's somebody who's with me while I'm doing the workout and and making sure that a, we're adjusting, um you know, plateaus. So we're going to work out, we're going to get results. And when we start to plateau and we don't see a difference, we can, we can adjust things and move it up and I can gain, you know, from, from his experience um and at the same time he's there with me when I'm working out to make sure that I'm actually, you know, doing the right posture, the right technique and stuff like that. And then of course I can fine tune it myself over time to learn more and, and whatnot. So, um, I'm super excited. Uh, the the new trainer that I, I chatted with, super cool dude named Kyle. Uh, he's from the same town that I was born in. Um, you know, we had a little bit of rapport. We, we didn't do any training that that day. We were sort of just chatting. I had a limited amount of time. So I was just going to run in and do some exercises and take off. And instead I ended up, you know, spending the time chatting with him and going over sort of what my goals are and kind of, you know, just letting him know what my health issues are and stuff like that to, you know. So I, I, I told them when I was talking to them, I go, I need a trainer who's got a good sense of humor, you know? Like I'm fine with, I'm fine with you know uh, doing the work and you know I'm gonna do what I'm told, but at the same time, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be cracking jokes and I'm gonna be trying to have fun. So this person's all fucking business and you, know, like, you can fucking crush it, bro. I I don't want like a a giant minotaur douche you know, so I, I sat and I, I chatted with Kyle. He was a good dude. Um, he even came out. Uh, I invited him to come out to the first night of uh, absolute Comedy's preview comic competition, which happened last night. Uh, and he was there for that. So, you know, we can get into that later on, but, um, just, I built a great rapport. So even though we haven't had a session yet together, um, I'm really looking forward to working with this guy. We've been chatting a little bit and a uh, great dude. So I'm looking forward to it. And in terms of having some, some actual stories and shit to report back to you guys, um, I will, I will hopefully have some soon. So yeah, I'll tell you when uh, the first uh, training session and all that stuff is uh, a little later on. So yeah, that was a, that was a good thing. I, I, uh, I did a bunch of food prep that day. Super awesome. I hate doing food prep. It takes me a long time, but at least I have quick food I can throw in the microwave. that's good for me. I've talked about it before. I won't waste your guys' time. I spent a lot of time doing that. Then I went to my buddy Peter's place, my friend Peter. Uh, we go way back. Uh, I've chatted with him before, uh, sorry about him before um, I'm really hoping I would love for you guys to, to, to send an email. My friend Peter is a paramedic and I would love, wouldn't you guys love to hear some stories of a, from a paramedic, you know what I mean? Just some of the things that you walk in on whatnot. So I chatted with him and he's like, yeah, I don't think I could tell any stories cause of people's names and stuff. But I, I want to encourage him to come in and tell some stories. I don't think, I think if he doesn't say, you know, where he works in terms of areas and what people's names are and stuff. I think, I think he can totally tell stories and I would love to have him on. So anyways, that's something else. I went to my buddy Peter's place. We, uh, we hung out, played, uh, played some games, got to see my buddy, uh, Ivan and Stuart as well. I think we were just chilling. We were going to play some board games or whatever. And we ended up just, uh, just, it's one of those things where we just ended up sitting on the couch, drinking, playing, uh, watching YouTube videos, like YouTube fail videos and sorts of other goofy shit. But, uh, I don't know. It was, it was cool seeing my buddies there. Uh, I chatted with them. They had a spare ticket for uh, Foo Fighters at Blues Fest. So I may want to get a hold of him and find out what day that is. But I'm going to be going to uh, to see the Foo Fighters at Blues Fest. Looking forward to that. Um, I uh, I saw Petter, my uh, my Summersby rep, on Friday. He brought me some... Uh, some of the beautifully delicious uh, watermelon Summersbee. So finally uh, able to, to enjoy and indulge on that a little bit. I had a tasting at the LCBO um, that afternoon, but it was kind of it was funny. I was chatting with him about how when I'm doing those tastings, you know, I'm always telling people if I see them with ciders, I'm like, have you guys had Summersbee? Have you guys tried white Summers yet? Um, and funny enough, um, one of the weeks of the Absolute Comedy Prove Your Comic competition, we are going to be doing a Summersbee white summer tasting at Absolute Comedy. So if you guys are in the audio, uh, audio, Ottawa area that's how I put two words together and just cut it the middle shove them apart um, If you're in the Ottawa area and you plan on coming to uh, to one of the heats of the absolute comedies prove your comic competition One of the evenings we're gonna be giving away uh, some summers be white summer stuff as well uh, Petter has mentioned with me that we're gonna be doing um, some prizes so um Summersby has uh, some speakers they've actually got, uh, in this conversation we had with them, uh, they have Bose Bluetooth speakers and, uh, and Peter's going to try to get me some of those to give away to you guys. So, um, all sorts of really fun stuff coming up in terms of giveaways for my partners. Um, I, I definitely want you guys to, this is, this is how you can help me. All right. And I appreciate you guys listening. You're already huge helps by listening. Here's how you can help me. When it comes to my partners wanting to give stuff away, if they see a presence, you know what I mean? So if you guys post something on some, you know, social media and you tag them and you tag one man podcast and you say, you know, love listening, can't wait for the contest or, you know, Hey, Summersby would love to some giveaways. If you guys are able to make a little bit, sorry, I was wiping my nose and blocked the mic. Um, if you guys are able to make a little bit of noise, and I don't mean like thousands of messages or anything, but just even something that we can show that there's people listening and people excited for it. Um. They'll they'll push more prizes at us. So it's all about it's all about you know audience reactions. They're going to give stuff because they want to see people you know making noise. So um, just in terms of the business side, that's not the side you really want to broadcast a whole lot. But to be honest with you, that's how it works. You know, I'm uh, DK is seeing that the the interest and everything like that. And like I said, they've I've got a great partnership with them. So they're just like, hey man, if you want to do a giveaway, so. And same with Summersbee. Summersbee is like, they're going to get us some prizes. But at the same time, if you guys want to see more prizes from my partner, same thing um, with Absolute Comedy. Absolute Comedy last year, we gave away uh, a season pass for the Absolute Comedy Clubs. You can go to any of the Absolute Comedy Clubs uh, you know, as often as you like with a season pass. Like If that's shit that you guys want to see, hit me up. Tag Absolute you know, take some pictures and and make some noise and just, you know, it's stuff that I can take to them and go, look, people are asking for it. Right. So, all right. All right. Public service announcement aside for that. So Summersby's got some cool shit for us, uh, coming up in the new, uh, in the near future, uh, did an LCBO tasting. And of course this is the Friday before the long weekend. So here in Canada, our uh, country turned 151 on July 1st and uh, And I was in the uh, alcohol store, so you bet your ass that these places were gonna be busy, and uh, and they most certainly will. I was doing a tasting for Wolfhead, which I've done many times before. And uh, I was uh, I was in the middle of a conversation with someone, and all I felt was this little sort of crunch in my mouth, like as I was talking, and I was like, what the? And I just felt this little piece of something. and of course, it was almost like, in slow motion where I felt a piece of something. And I was like, what the hell was that? As my jaw was coming down again, and then crunch broke that piece into, you know, smaller pieces. And I just took it off my tongue looked at it. And it was like a little piece of white, a little piece of hard whites. And I was like, what? And I, I rubbed my tongue, you know, in my mouth. And I found a chip out of my, you know, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're called. And do I really want to Google them right now? It's the two front teeth, you know? whatever the main, the, the, the fucking power forwards, you know, the, the, the top build cast front and center on the left. I think it's the three and four teeth. I could be wrong, uh, or maybe four and five, but all I know is one of my teeth, the main ones has a chip and it's, it's almost, you can't actually see it when you're looking at me, but it's a chip that sort of runs up the side of the tooth. And so I, all I can feel is that with my tongue, I know there's a trench in the tooth and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I can just feel that, that I still feel it right now. Um, so, and of course this happens at like five o'clock on Friday before the long weekend. So it's like, you know, that there's nothing you can fucking do for a few days, which is pretty much always when this shit happens you know, to me and other people, I'm not the first, I'm not the last, I'm not the worst, but shit happens. And for me, it never happened. I mean, this kind of stuff never happens at a convenient time, but in terms of like, there's not a fucking thing you can do about it, right? Like I'm already broke from that goddamn break job, (laughs) that impromptu break job I wasn't expecting. And then a goddamn dental issue. So that sucked. And I have no idea what caused it. Couldn't tell you. All I know is that for the rest of my, my tasting, even though you couldn't see anything, you know, and I also, I also was trying to take a picture with my phone so I could see myself just to see what the damage looked like. And with your cell phone cameras, you can't get that close to something and, and focus it. Right. So I'm just looking at these blurry pictures of teeth. So I have no way of seeing it. So just, just talk about, you know, sat there being a, uh, uh you know, a, a marketing person. Hey, how are you guys doing? You guys want to try? And I'm like the whole time I'm crazy self-conscious about what the fuck in my face looks like right now. So Anyways, that was tasting on uh, on Friday. Went home, did the elliptical, shower, bed, all that fun stuff. And then first thing Saturday morning, I had another tasting. Um, that one went fine. I think I went and I drove and got uh, some some xylitol gum because apparently xylitol a, a healthier alternative to like aspartame and stuff like that. They sweeten a lot of gum with it. And uh, and apparently saliva's got a lot of protective stuff for your teeth. So. Um, you know minerals and things like that that come into your saliva so they were like xylitol is good for your teeth and if you're chewing gum it's yeah like of course I googled a million things about chipped teeth and stuff like that right because that's all you can fucking do is self-diagnose when everything's closed but I got lucky when I bought the xylitol gum I actually popped into a, a dentist's office that was open on Saturday um, and I spoke to my man at an appointment so I'm going to be going to see them this week so that helped me get through the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know about you guys, but but just that knowing that you've got an appointment to resolve it, you know, something's gonna happen. I find that crazy helpful because to just sit all week and gonna go, I, how do I fix this? What am I gonna do? Blah 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 blah. It was just uh it was brutal. And what they said to me was that they have a few different options, it's gonna cost 170 bucks minimum, of course, to sit down. They're gonna have to x-ray me and all this and that. And then they said if they can pull or sorry, they called it file filing it they uh, if we can file it down um then that doesn't cost anything extra right but i'm like yeah but the trench goes up the two. she's like well that's why we x-ray it and see you know how much we can do otherwise there might be other stuff to fill it and yada 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 so there's there's more to the story but they're like it's gonna be 170 minimum and then we kind of go from there um there's more to the story but that's where i was at saturday i was like all right i got an appointment i'm gonna go back and see them we're gonna get it figured out but at least i got a ballpark number to work with right i don't i don't i'm a comedian guys i don't have a dental plan so for me it's kind of like all right whatever this is going to cost it's coming out of my pocket right so anywho at least i had a number to work with um i did my my tasting that was fine nothing special um ran some errands and then i think at the end of the day when everything was done um i came back and i was supposed to go to jazz fest that night not blues fest a few people made that mistake not blues fest jazz fest um, I got, uh, some, you know, some VIP tickets everything like that, but when I came back, the, the roomies were here. We were all just sitting on the back porch. I was definitely going to have a drink. I'd been sitting around alcohol all morning at the tasting. I sat in the back porch. We had a drink, you know, and then everybody, you know, I think Simon was kind enough. He, he's like, Hey guys here. I brought us a case. Everyone have a beer. And we sat there, you know, shooting the shit and everything like that and having drinks. And, uh, and we sort of just went, you know what? Fuck it. Not interested in going to uh jazz fest. We're sitting here. We're already drunk. We're having a good time. It was hot, so we were just like, "Yeah, parking's going to be a bitch. Why don't we just sit here and enjoy ourselves?" And we also there. I I was chatting with my friend uh, Melissa, and um, yeah, we we I invited her over. She came over, had some drinks with us here, and uh, and then we all decided to go see uh, the late show at Absolute Comedy. So we went there to see uh, uh, Brian Stollery. We saw, uh, Pierre bro and uh, headliner, Mike Patterson. So, um, super funny show top to bottom. Um, uh, Brian Stollery and I are going to try to get together sometime this week. We got to find a time that works, but Brian and I are going to try to sit down and do a, uh, a podcast this week. I should probably try to get him in. Sorry. Just thinking of it now. Uh, maybe next couple of days so I can have the episode for you guys Friday. Who knows? We'll see. It's still in the works. I know Brian and I are going to do one. I just don't know if it'll be available for you guys this week. I hope so because then you can actually use it to to go see him. Um, but yeah, so so great show. We all had a great time. Um, amazing day. Sunday, not much surprisingly, but stores were open. Um, I didn't realize that. Everybody was open Canada Day. Usually, I, I guess, at least it feels like it. Usually they're not open and they're closed on the, you know, and they're, they're closed that day and closed the following day. So this, this year, um, a lot of businesses opened on Canada day, you know, beer stores and Costco. So that's exactly what I did. I went to Costco and I grabbed a bunch of stuff, took the, uh, you know, the, the old lady took her with me as uh, as usual. And we went out, we actually had some golden palace egg rolls, which are fucking amazing. I was a good bitch that morning too, guys. One of the things I did last week was I picked up, uh, you know, like granola from farm boy. Cause I had some yogurt in the fridge and I'm like, you know what? Maybe in the morning. That's like it's the like thing I'm trying to do too, right? With all this self-improvement shit, I'm trying to, you know, um, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to make everything better. I'm trying to do those five things, right? Which are, by the way, now that we're in July, they've not been going the greatest. Um, I, I still refer back to the list. They're going well, but again, right. When we first started talking about doing these things it takes, you know, anywhere between 20 something days and 60 days to do a habit. I think it's going to be 60. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna report to you guys that I've succeeded in doing them well this month. There's other things that should have been on my list that I'm actually doing more, like for example, doing the elliptical every day. You know, if that was on my list, I'd be doing much, much better. But uh, still getting them done. Still very, very happy. It's funny too. A eh? the month that I start like consistently brushing my teeth twice a day is the is the same month I break a tooth. I can I tell you guys something. When I used to when I was a kid and it was like brush three times a day. I remember when I was really young, I w- I did not have the best oral hygiene. I'm talking like, you know, 10, 10, 11. Um, I-, I didn't brush three times a day. And when I would go to the dentist, never had cavities. Right. And then, or sorry, no, this is the opposite. I apologize. I used to brush my teeth all the time. And every time I would go to the dentist, I had cavities. And then I remember when I was like 10, 11, I stopped brushing for like a while and I don't mean to stop brushing like I never brushed, but I mean like in terms of the consistent three times a day thing. You know, I would brush when I was that when I was young, maybe once a day, kind of. And uh, the less, and then I and then I stopped getting cavities. Now, I don't think there's a direct correlation to it, but I used to joke with myself as being like, you know, there's something in toothpaste that gives you cavities, keep these fucking dentists employed. Dentists recommend cavities. Of course, who wouldn't recommend or or brushing three times a day? Yeah. Who wouldn't recommend something that's going to fuck you up? But I just think it's funny because I haven't had really any issues with my teeth. Because like I said, as much as I didn't brush twice a day before, three times a day before, I would brush my teeth, you know, once a day, um... And you know, I'd floss and, and clean it. I was always doing oral maintenance. My, when your mouth flaps as much as mine does, you're always aware of what's in it. And and you know, anyways, the point that I'm making is now that I'm taking care of my fucking teeth optimally again, hey, one of them breaks. I'm telling you, something there's something there. Somebody, somebody, tell me a conspiracy theory about about toothpaste. I'd love to know. I'd love to know if there's anything out there. I even use the Pronamel toothpaste, so I'm wondering why the fuck my teeth are breaking. Anyways, um. That would be so funny if me just jawing so much, just the sheer amount of talking has shattered my teeth. That would be funny. That'd be a good one on me universe. That would be really fucking funny. Um, the hell was I talking about? I kind of went off on a giant tangent there. Um, yeah, golden palace. Oh, right. We're talking about the, the, the five things and being consistent. So yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to be stricter this month about doing it every single day. I've come back this week in terms of the, getting the notes done. That's why I got, I'm looking at a page with tons of shit that we did, but, uh, I'm trying to get that done, you know, be more consistent with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, and I've got a list of some stuff that we're gonna do the next ones, but I can't, I'm not ready to move on yet. Cause I don't want to just start adding more shit. And then it's just this colossal list of shit I never accomplished. So we're going to do, we're going to do June's again, June's again, and we're going to keep doing it until we get it right. And we're gonna move forward with some other shit. Um, but yeah, so we went out, we got, uh, we did the, the egg roll thing. So that was, Oh, right. That's for fuck's sakes, all over the map. I was talking about how I went out. I was doing good about eating. So one of the five things that I would like to have on a, you know, a list going forward is no more, you know, morning drive-through. And what I mean by that is like, when I drive Uber, one of the things that sort of helps get me out of the door, and I may have mentioned this before, is that, 6.30 6.30 in the morning, I cannot tear myself out of bed, but the idea that like, oh, but go, go get in the car, turn it on, go down and get a, you know, breakfast sandwich at Tim Hortons and a coffee, you know, so that, that, or, or, you know, McDonald's sandwich or whatever, I right? go have a McGriddles or fucking a breakfast wrap, it's delicious, I'm telling you, morning breakfast drive through is amazing, right, if you don't like that, we can't be friends, um, Of course we can. I'll just have to understand you differently. Point is, is that, that it's also money spent. And there's some days where like the fucking McDonald's app will be like, buy one breakfast sandwich, get another one free. And I'm like, how am I losing money? I'm trying to save money. That's saving money right there. You know? So it's, it's like, okay, get up out of bed. I got got breakfast on the go, everything like that. But I mean, I'm spending money. It's calories I don't need. And it's just, it's not, it's not something I want to be doing. So going forward, one of the things that I'll have on my list, you know, at some point is no more breakfast drive through. So I was uh, I was a good bitch last week. And one of the things that it was a I didn't get any breakfast drive through a couple days and I went to uh, to a store and I bought some like a bag of granola because I'm like I, I went there. I think what I started doing, this is what helped is what I started doing was instead of starting the day off by driving to get breakfast first and then turning on the Uber app. I was like just turn on the app, get rides and sometimes you have rides that end near a place where you can get some food. I'm like I'll just get it then. So that helped. Instead of instead of making sure I grabbed the food, I was like I'll get food when there's a break, you know, in the meantime get out there start earning money right now, right? Earn first and then have the the little rewards or whatever later. So one of the mornings I was at a one of those, you know, it was a grocery store where they do those little yogurt cups, right? Where they got the the blueberries, uh, strawberries, and granola. And those are fucking amazing. They're, they're absolutely amazing. A, they're cheap. They're like three, four bucks, right? So it's cheaper than breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that elsewhere. And, uh, and they're better for you. So I was like, okay, that was awesome. So later in the week I ended up, you know, deciding to, to get a bag of granola from one of these places. In fact, I actually picked that up on, uh, on Saturday when I was doing my tasting, my tasting was right next to one of these stores. So I went and I grabbed the bag of granola and I was like, God, where are these hiccups coming from? Um, I'm like, Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my my yogurt in the morning. I picked up some yogurt from Costco today because I ran out of the other stuff over the weekend. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cup of yogurt, some granola, you know, put some hemp hearts in there. And uh, next time I get a chance, I can't do Costco fruit right now. It's just too much. You know what I mean? If And and I got to cut down on the sugar and the fruit too. Fuck's sakes, trying to be healthy is a pain in the ass, isn't it? Like even talking with you guys about the, the coupons and stuff you get. Like I find right now my biggest time where I lapse into shit food is when I'm drinking. And I am drinking more now than I ever have before. Probably because I have so much alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I'm around alcohol all the time. And I'm, I've, you know, anyways, guys, so many fucking... Piles of issues to go through right now. It's like a yard sale of issues. Um, lots of alcohol. So I find when I drink, a there's calories in the booze. So now I'm drinking more. I'm getting the calories in the booze. I'm um, also uh, when I drink, that's when you know I'll I'll be like, oh well, you know, I maybe I can you know I'll get a pizza. Pizza's cheap. That's the that's the struggle, you know. I don't I don't I've actually eat a lot less pizza now than I used to. It used to be like pizza was a thing. Now it's like, you know, oh, if I don't get a pizza, I get a, you know, drive through. I'll eat fucking breakfast sandwiches any time of day. I will fuck up an egg McMuffin. I don't care what time it is. My point being, guys, sorry, I'm trying to trying to fucking rope the horses and bring them back in. the The point is when you're trying to save money and you're trying to eat healthy, it's fucking hard because one of those things is going to be sacrificed for the other. You know what I mean? Like, I'm driving down the street watching an Uber, and I'm seeing signs for Harvey's uh, burger chain for any of my international listeners, um, and it's like, right now, two original burgers for six bucks. I'm like, that's a fucking great deal. I'm so hungry right now. That's a wicked fucking deal and a great price, but guess what? Not healthy, so you sacrifice the health, or I go, ah, I'm going to go. I'm going to get one of these fucking, you know, I'm going to have a good meal, a healthy place. You go in and and it's fucking $12 for, you know, something, something healthy like sushi and even sushi's not that healthy, but you know what I mean? Like you try to get something that's like, oh, this is a nice salad or whatever, you know, and it's every, oh, it's $9 for this little thing. Like that's fucking expensive. And it's not even the amount of calories that I'm, I'm allowed to have. I can have more, but then I got to add this or that. And it's just insane to try to, to try to, you know, balance the money and the, the healthy so I don't know. I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. And I'm, as usual, sharing my boring findings with you guys just to let you know how things are going. But as it stands right now, I have seemingly cut out the morning stuff in terms of the, you know, getting the drive-through breakfasts. I'm still getting coffee, but I cut down. I went from drinking double doubles, Lord knows how long ago, you know, within the last year I went from, from drinking double doubles, which had a lot of calories in them, right? To to drinking like one sugar, one cream. I cut the calories in half. Now I've been uh, quite some time where it's just wherever I go, it's one cream. And today was the first day, maybe it's the second day, I drank my coffee black. So trying to take calories out there. These are little wins. They're little wins. I'm not I'm not patting myself on the back, but it's a series of like cutting shit out. Like I said, I've been drinking more, so it's not like, you know, still getting my calories. But the old, the old me... Would have been like, yeah, just eat what I want when I want it, and who cares how many calories it is, and you know, and then you end up a big fat fuck like I am. So, it's now I'm trying to turn shit around. So, uh, I went out and I bought, uh, I more yogurt today, I bought uh, some little plastic cups, like clear cups with some plastic spoons, because part of me is trying to not, you know, like, it, it's, the, it's the morning rush, right? Again, earning the money is important, getting my ass out the door as fast as possible is important, so... My next step for the mornings is I got these cups and spoons. I'm going to just throw a few spoonfuls of yogurt in the cup, handful of granola on top. Boom. Plastic spoon in, out the fucking door. So take it with me. I don't have to worry about, you know, a bowl or slowing down because that's the thing that worries me in the morning is just taking too long before I leave. I work on getting my coffee, you know, ready to go the night before sitting in the machines. We just go downstairs. Boom. Get the coffee in a cup. Get out the door with my yogurt, my coffee, and, and Bob's your uncle for a few hours. I also want to make the habit. And I, I may, I think I did mention this before, but I want to make the habit so that, cause you'll find when I drive Uber guys, there's really not that many interesting stories Too a lot of every person who's like, Oh, you're a comedian. You must really, you must get lots of great stories from Uber. No, I don't. I don't. It's early morning. We're all tired. You guys don't want to go to work. I don't want to be working. Nobody's, nobody's doing anything funny in the morning. Um, and the thing too is because I'm tired and because it's boring, I will find ways—not find ways, but I will—I will be very eager to stop working. You know what I mean? I will be very eager to like. Okay, when it sits deads for like 15 minutes, I'm like, eh, I can just go home. I kind of made enough, whatever. So, what I want to do is I want to—I want to get up. Like I said, no more drive-through. One win. Make my healthy shit myself. Another win. Um, go out in Uber. Another win. And then I, I'm going to make it so that as soon as I'm done Ubering, my next destination is the gym. So if I decide that I'm going to be quitting, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to log off Uber sooner, then, then it's like, all right, you're going to the gym. So I'm hoping that that might encourage me to stay out Ubering longer, right. To earn more because as a, as a, you know, not wanting to go to the gym, and then alternatively, if I if I stop Ubering well, then I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna get my exercise on, right? Get my sweat on and uh, and have some good things there. So I mean, again, I, I haven't done that yet. I, my gym bag is in the car. It's staying in the car because that's where it needs to be, so that I always have it. There's no excuses to not go. Blah, blah, blah. This is the shit I'm working on. All right. And I'd love to know, I'd love to know what you guys are going through. You know, in terms of like, is anybody else out there doing, doing the trying to eat healthy thing or whatever, you know, I'm also amongst all of this, trying to fit fucking comedy writing back into it. You know, I'm making more notes. I'm getting more premises and stuff like that. But to sit down, a part of my day is to stop what I'm doing, go out of the house. Cause the house is very distracting. You got things you can do around the house, go out, sit down and write, you know, I'm trying to build more, more material and stuff like that. And I say, I'm trying, I'm not trying. I'm more, I'm focused on the health stuff, but at the same time, I need to start working on comedy. I heard a podcast. My my good friend, Trent McKellen, uh was interviewing Pete Zedlacher. So I have interviews with both of them. If you guys go through the list, you can listen to me interview Trent. You can listen to me interview Pete. Um, but I was listening to the two of them having a conversation. And Pete was at a point where he was saying, like, when, you know, there's people... There's amateurs out there that will call themselves comedians, you know, and he's like, they've only done a few open mics and stuff like that. He goes, but you're not, you're not a comedian. You know, you've just done some amateur shows. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not touring around. You're not doing this. And you're not doing that. You know, cause you're not a comedian. You're just a hobbyist. Like you have a, he goes, if you have a day job, you know what I mean? If you have another job, then, then you're that, and you do comedy on the side. Well. I make a lot of my money from comedy, but to be honest with you, I have a day job and I spend more hours a week being an Uber driver or being a tasting monkey. So I guess for me, it hit a bit of a nerve, you know, because as much as I'm like, Oh, I'm a comedian. I, I am. And I feel that very strongly, but at the same time, um, I, I have put my passion on the back burner for a long time. So I really, I'm at a point now where I'm very, uh, should or get off the pot is the feelings that I'm sort of having on stuff. So, I don't know if that comes through guys, you know, every week when I'm talking about this and that. I'm just I'm trying to to get shit organized to move forward with something. You know, so so we're gonna start getting those numbers off the scale, you know, we're gonna start fucking reducing them credit cards or whatever it is in terms of the finance stuff. Because that's that weighs on you, right? Like it's not very interesting to listen to, but you know, I'm a human being and uh, you know, and debt debt stresses us all out, right? So, you know, it's hard to be like, I'm gonna go out and work out and and you know, Make a bunch of meal prep when you're like, well, fuck, you need to be making some money, man. Like, you can go and work out, but what's that going to make you, you know? It's also hard, like I said, too, when you go to the grocery store and you want to buy healthy shit. It's fucking expensive. You're like, well, I'm going to blow 50 bucks on three meals. like, <clears throat> Or if I know that I'm going to be busy the next two days, like, you guys know my schedule. I'm all over the fucking place. So if I go buy a bunch of stuff, you know, healthy, organic, yeah, it's great for you. But if I'm not going to be home for the next two days, the shit's going to go bad. So I buy it for today. I don't know. And that's, and that's where the meal prep comes in. Okay, well, I can do meal prep, but that took me, you know, an hour and a half to do that. And I don't really have, bah, I, I, I I'm envious of people with a routine, you know, and I'm sure that there's ways that I can make one, but my stuff is so all over the map for a lot of things that it's, it's very difficult, but at least you'd know, like, well, every day I'm home between five and, you know, when I go to bed at like, let's say 10. So, you know, you can chop up that time and sort of do something with it. Anyways, I'll figure it out guys. I'm not going to make you listen to me fucking do mental backflips, trying to figure out my shit out. That's, that's, that's what I do in between shows, but I'm a work in progress. We all know that. Right. So I did, uh, I ended up having, uh, on Sunday after I ran all those errands and, and got all that shit was, uh, had a, a little, a uh, little barbecue here at the house. My, uh, you know, I was out with my mom, so I invited her and, uh, and my good friend and, and podcast listener, Mike was uh was with us as well we had some burgers uh mikey was telling me a bunch of stories from when he went to los angeles recently mike uh had an opportunity to meet a lot of different comics play a lot of great rooms make some great connections and networking um i don't want to go i don't want to tell his stories for him I'm, I'm actually uh interested in maybe sitting down with him and uh and we'll do a podcast and mikey can uh, can tell you guys himself how the uh, the experience was So, um, I think that's also something that I'll do in the not too distant future, but Mike and I also talked about uh, maybe the two of us going back down sometime in the fall to, to see if we can get on some stages and fuck around. But, um, that would also be something speaking of just sort of, you know, rekindling my passion and whatnot. It was, it would be huge to, uh, to go down there and just, you know, see the big fucking dogs doing their thing. And this is like, you know, comics that you see on TV that are just popping in to do a small little 10 minute set to work out new shit. I need to be doing stuff like that here in Ottawa because those stages are available to me. And I just, I I just haven't written anything. I could come, I could go out and do comedy and tell jokes that I already know work, but I'm not developing anything new. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I I need to get back in there. And I think something like that would be a nice little, a little jumpstart. Maybe, you know, find that hunger, find that passion again. Excuse me, guys. Um, it's still hot as fuck here, hot as fuck. So we had a we had a good night, and again, as usual, played some board games. We had a good time though, and then uh, that was that was my Canada day actually, running errands, barbecuing, you know, with just a few people, and uh, and playing some board games. And you know what? I had a great fucking time. Happy one fifty one. I did not have to suffer through the crowds. Mm hmm. Uh, It was funny. Jason and Noreen went uh, golfing on Canada day, dying in the heat. They were the only ones in the golf course, which I thought was hysterical. Let's, you know, how smart Jay is for plans. Oh, you want to go somewhere? Nobody wants to go. That's Jay. Um, on Monday, yesterday, my good friends, Jimmy and Mika. Oh, they too have an episode of the one man podcast available, uh, to listen to. So I went out with, uh, we went out. and we had a little brunch. So Jimmy and his lovely wife, Alex, uh, Mika lovely wife, Mel, and, uh, and myself at a party of one me over here. Um, we just, we uh, went over to their place, had, uh, had a nice, super, super nice brunch. Thank you so much to them. I know me because a listener, I appreciate it very, very much. And, uh, we just had a good time, had some drinks, shot the shit. <clears throat> they got uh, a little bit of good news, but, uh, but, but for now, close to the chest, not my place to say so very, very excited for them. And, uh, you know, we had some real talk. You know, we always get into it, my friends. I love these people. I don't get to see them as much as I often do, so sort of just a little bit of a catch up with them in terms of, you know, same thing, stuff I'm working on, things they got going on. So um, it was great. I spent the whole whole day with them. Jimmy and Alex had to leave um, earlier, but uh, but it was a great time. Um, <clears throat> Alex, I, I mentioned that I would tell you guys what was going on with the dental stuff. Alex uh, was um, was somebody was an employee at the office that I went to on Saturday. Um, she works at a same company, different place now, but she was telling me that, uh, you know, if, if, if it were her that saw me, she was like, I'm not going to take an x-ray or anything like that. Like all that charge stuff. She's like, I'm just going to look and see it and I'm going to polish it. And I was like, polish it. I go, Oh, is that what the, is that what you guys call the filing? She's like, yeah. I go, isn't that a funny, <clears throat> I love how businesses do this. Like the one chick was like, yeah, I'm going to, we're going to file it down. Right. Cause other people said you can get it filed. And I was like, yeah, I get that. You fucking grind the tooth down. No worries. makes sense. You know buff you fucking buff a dent out or whatever the hell it is right grind it down you don't see it anymore it's how you it's how you fix paint chips but uh she uh she's like yeah i would polish it that's a funny how they change that into the term polishing pretty sure polishing isn't fucking grinding you know, anyways, whatever. It's, it's cute. She's like, I would just, I would just polish it out. She's like, and, and she goes, and if they say to you that they'll put like, like some filling in it, she's like, don't Right where that is. She's like, if you put it in, it's just going to come out and it's a waste of money. So she's like, just get them to polish the the little chip out and and you should be fine. So it was cool to talk to her and get someone who was a friend to uh, let me know their thoughts on it. So yeah, great time. And then last night prove your comic competition. So I drove back Shower change, all that fun stuff, and uh, and hosted the the first night of the fifth anniversary of the preview Comic Competition. That's where the brand new comedians, guys, people who are are young hopefuls, people who still have that hunger and passion that I've long since lost, <laughs> um, are coming up to start their stuff, trying to show, uh, trying to show Jason. It's funny. <laughs> the level of fear that they have of Jason because he's like he's the he's the owner of Absolute Comedy, dah, dah, dah. whereas like I will stand in my underwear and Jason will stand in his underwear and we will be at two o'clock in the morning yelling at each other and insulting each other. I'll jump into bed with him and and be annoying to his fucking face. And I, I every now and again I was always sitting. I'm like it's it's so hilarious to me that there's people who are actually afraid of you who would never have the balls to fucking smack you in the cock or whatever <laughs> that I do. <laughs> <clears throat> it's nice uh, It's nice being close with your agent like that where you just piss him off. Um anyways yeah so we we uh did the prove your comic competition there are nine great comics uh, as a matter of fact while uh, as we speak right now for at least for me you know you guys will be hearing this on wednesday but um as we speak right now they are on stage um vying for the audience vote so on monday nine comics get whittled down to five those five uh guys who moved forward last night are on uh, on stage right now trying to trying to suck up the audience vote so Um, I hope they're having a great time and it's a great, great thing. The, the grand prize winner of this whole competition, uh, wins spots at all three absolute comedy clubs, Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa. And, uh, you know, they get, they get paid for it. Um, you know, and, and not only that, like, I'll tell you guys this, just as a young comic, um, it's hard to get stage time, you know, quality stage time. You can find amateur nights all over the city, but to find real quality stage time is, is difficult. So what's going on right now? Like I said, there's five guys that are going to perform tonight and tomorrow. All right. Five that moved forward from last night and they perform tonight and tomorrow. So Wednesday night, if you guys are listening to this, you can actually see them, you know, tonight, you know, you know, your tonight, whatever. And, uh, you know, you go and you see what they do, you vote for them, whatever. But the idea is that one of them from their combined scores from the Tuesday and Wednesday shows moves on to the finals, which is the first week in August. Okay. So one person's moving on from this week. Then next week, same thing, nine comics on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five of them, you know, nine comics down to five on Monday. And then those five will perform Tuesday and Wednesday audience votes. One of them moves on to the finals. And then at the, the last week in August. Okay. So there's four weeks of that Alright, so there's four finalists, but there is a wild card. So, so the person that, that Jason saw that maybe didn't come in first place from the audience or whatever, but he sees something in them that he wants to, to put them in the finals, he has one wild card that he gets to pick and put in the finals. So there are five comedians in the finals, which is the first week of August, okay, and that uh, they perform Every single night, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday and Sunday. So getting back to what I was saying about finding quality stage time, you've got these guys who might, who might get on once a month if they're lucky at absolute comedy or their competitor um, to get quality stage time. Well, now for likely the first time in their careers, they're performing night after night after night. So if you have a bad set, you get to get back on stage the next night and fine tune it right away. If you're doing the Friday or Saturday shows, you can have like a a shitty set, the early show, and you get to get right back up on the horse for the late show and tweak something or adjust something or whatever it is. So it's really, it's like working out, right? If you get to get to the gym, you know, eight times in a week, you're going to be really strong after that week versus exercising once a month, you know, so Uh, Great opportunity for them. And I should take this opportunity to mention that the same competition is happening in Toronto. um, Only instead of it going Monday through Wednesday, it goes Tuesday through Thursday. But the same process is happening there. So um, prove your comic competition. The Ottawa uh, Mondays, the Ottawa Preliminary Nights uh, are hosted by yours truly. So I was there last night. Hosting had a great time. was a great show. And and we had so many judges out doing a great job. Um, Great time. Great time, I gotta say. So, uh, that was not, nice. you know, today was just the regular, regular shit. I, I did Ubering, I ran some errands, I picked up more stuff, as I mentioned, more things to help make my, my food prep and everything easier. Um, I did some snack prep, I bought, uh, like some really healthy, like vegetable chips, and, uh, and I bought an air popper. Fucking Costco, man. It's like a $20, $25 air popper that was like on sale for like nine bucks. I think it was like clearance. And I was like, fuck it, I'll get an air popper, I'll pop like popcorn. With no butter or anything like that on it, maybe that'll just be a simple snack I can throw in a bag you have in the car for when I'm driving or something. Anyways, so I did that. I, I and I and I portioned everything. I bought these vegetable chips. I used a scale, portioned them out, 200 calorie snacks into Ziploc bags. Boom, ready to go. So more just again spending the time doing the prep, and then uh, yeah, that's that. That's been my day. I passed out in the fucking heat, and, uh, and I read my books you know got the articles ready i read uh, i read my dk book and i'm super excited to share that with you guys but uh, that's uh that's that's it that's the fucking uh, the thing that we're at so far you know is uh it's uh it's been a fun week a lot of new stuff a lot of i hope progress or at least the the catalyst for progress i'm very very excited i was chatting with um with some friends about that make your bed thing i, I think i told you guys about that a while back but uh, You know, making your bed is starting the day off with the, the, uh, the, the process of completing tasks. If you wake up and you make your bed, your day's already started with completing tasks. Um, except for me, if I woke up, the first thing I have to do is take that goddamn oxygen mask off my face from my apnea machine. So I wake up the (laughs) night, I wake up. The first thing I do in the morning is feel incapable of the simplest task, which is breathing. (laughs) Um, and I have I have an idea for a new segment. All right, I was going to talk about something else, but I'm I'm an hour in and I haven't even got to the sponsors yet. So, uh, and I really do want to just just go to sleep. <laughs> it's hot and I feel awful. I feel awful and I want to jump in the shower and I want to go down. I haven't done the elliptical yet today too, right? So I want to go do that. But uh, I thought of a, uh, I thought of a little uh, idea for a little segment, something that I wanted to talk to like I said about, or sorry, talk about. Uh, in, um, in and I never really found a way to sort of either get into it and it doesn't feel long enough to be the kind of thing that I could really make anything out of on stage, but it does feel like something that would be fun for us to talk about. And, uh, and that's minor annoyances and pleasant surprises. Now we talked about pet peeves a while back and I didn't want to do that as a whole, like negative, you know, just like, oh, and here's something else that pisses me off and this pisses me off. Right, And I think that the pet peeves gonna go into something deeper. So I uh, I had this idea for minor annoyances and pleasant surprises. I would love to play around with you guys and see the idea. So so the idea with the minor annoyances are things like um, just something that like is like a mega frustration. like you know for example, just your shoelace you ever you ever been walking and you stepped on your own fucking shoelace and then when you moved your other foot, you untied your own fucking shoe something that doesn't it doesn't ruin your day. It's just a minor annoyance. All right? Things like that. Um, you know, and one that I'll, the one that I was going to use for this week the, the minor annoyance that this just describes me crazy. It's again, like minor annoyance is something that pisses you off like what the fuck, but it's gone like 5 seconds later. You know, five, ten seconds later, it's you're over it. But in that moment it is so fucking annoying. Um, I'll give you the example is just For me this week is when you go to use a pen, you know, and the pen has no ink in it. Now that shit happens, no biggie. The minor annoyance is when you watch somebody use a a pen that's got no ink in it, and then they put it back in the fucking cup or pot or drawer or whatever it is. Throw it the fuck out or fix it. If it's like, you know, the ink's dry and it means wet, lick your fucking finger and rub the pen on your finger to get the, to, to revive it or whatever. But like, why just put it back? All you're gonna do is repeat that same fucking thing. That to me is a minor annoyance, but I I in that for those five to ten seconds, I want to choke the person that put it back. You know, again, not every time you grab a pen and it doesn't work, is it the fault of someone else? It might have just been the end of that pen. But the idea is when you see somebody do it and you watch them put it back. This is just not maybe all the time when a at bell. We need pens all the time for signing contracts and stuff like that. Same with TELUS. You know, we need we need pens. We need need this stuff. You watch someone try to use a pen and it doesn't work and they put it right back in the cup. I'm I'm like, I could I, I could kill. Them. I could kill. Them. Um, but then there's pleasant surprises. There's also pleasant surprises. So again, tiny little things that for a moment you just feel absolute fucking joy, you know? it's fleeting. <laughs> it doesn't last the light it goes, it sticks or it comes and goes just as quick as the rage from the minor annoyance. But uh you know, it's 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 here nonetheless. For me, I get I get pleasant surprises uh nice enough that uh you know, like um finding a parking spot right near the entrance of the place you're going. On a day where the place is always busy like again, if I get a, a a parking spot right near the front of Costco, Oh, am I ever happy? I'll just go to oh, spot right fucking here. Super exciting. nice, pleasant surprise. You know what I mean? Um trying to think of another example of a pleasant surprise. Uh, I don't know. Maybe something you we're going to buy is on sale. Just show up. Oh, it's a couple bucks. Well, it's a little pleasant surprise. I think our weeks, you know, there's, there's, there's good shit and bad shit happens to us. But I think over the course of a week, uh, there's, there's cases of these little, you know, minor annoyances and pleasant surprises. So I, uh, of course it works out to a funny little acronym of maps. So I don't know if we're going to use the acronym or not, but I would love to hear from you guys just, you know, if you have a week or something like that sometime in the week, just feel free to send me in contact at one man Send me something that you find to be a minor annoyance or a pleasant surprise. You know, I'm trying to think if there's any more of them this week that happened to me. I think that, that, Having to change the the remotes, like the, the batteries in the remote, that's annoying. You know what I mean. Just again, a minor annoyance. You go to use you something like, oh, for fuck's sakes! You ever like lay down in bed, get comfy, and you left your phone across the room. You know what I mean. You're like, oh, for fuck's sakes! You know what I mean. You gotta get, you gotta untuck it. I mean, these are again, just minor annoyances, not life changing. Just minor annoyances, you know. So little things like that. Sometimes you even have to fucking put your passwords and I hate all the the apps that I use. I have to put my fucking passwords back in all the time. For some reason, I'm like, I, didn't I just tell you to remember me? Right. So you just, you just type in a password, but it's annoying. So that's what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to, to uh, add a new little segment here. And just once a week, I will, I will tell you guys one minor annoyance and one pleasant surprise. I don't know why, I don't know why I can think of many more minor annoyances than I can pleasant surprises, but Something cool is going to happen. I think just even too, just when you think you're out of something, I know I've gone to the fridge sometimes to get something to eat, open the, open the fridge. And I realize oh shit. Yeah. I packed leftovers from that meal. I have leftovers. Yeah. Little pleasant surprise. Little pleasant surprise. Oh boy. Anyways. So that's, that's that. All right. Let's start talking about other things, right? So that's, that's summarize. Elliptical every day, eating better, more prep back to the gym. Got a trainer now. You know, we're going to turn this fucking thing around and more, more attention spent on starting to write more of a comedy. Okay. That's where I'm at guys. Um, as always, my partners at, uh, at portable press, uncle John's bathroom readers. I, uh, I found a good article from, of course, this one is from, uh, you know, uh, uncle John's bathroom reader plunges into Canada because we just had Canada day go by. And, uh, I found this one particularly interesting because I was, I was so much, you know, paying attention to food and things like that. And of course I wanted to keep it patriotic. So over the last week I've been changing around food and, uh, I found an article called, uh, victual visionaries. So food is often sadly overlooked when talking about inventions and discoveries yet. We all have to eat every day here. We raise our glasses to the Canadian accomplishments in gustatory science. I hope I said that right. Pablum, Still used today as baby food, pablum was the first pre-cooked and dried infant cereal to hit the market, and it's 100% Canadian. In 1931, three doctors at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto developed a cereal made of easily digested grains and fortified with necessary vitamins and minerals. They called it pablum after the Latin pabulum, meaning food. The Mead Johnson Company marketed it, and the doctors insisted that for the first 25 years after the sale, the Toronto Pediatric Foundation got a royalty for every package sold. So there we go. Uh, poutine. What? Poutine, everyone. Poutine, whatever you want to say. Poutine. Not something. Not something at all. There are several claims to the origins of this dish, but most likely poutine, meaning mess in French, was invented in Warwick, Quebec in 1957. Rushing to fill a trucker's order for fries and cheese, restaurant worker Fernand Lachance quickly threw together a bag of French fries and cheese curds, dumping them all in the same bag. As the trucker trucker left, Lachance warned it's going to make a damn mess. For good measure, diners eventually added gravy. The trucker liked it, and for more than 50 years later... Sorry, and more than 50 years later, that mess is still one of Canada's most popular fast foods. So how about that? A poutine means mess and messy it is. It's also funny here. They got a typo in the book. It says the tricker liked it, which is funny because truckers tend to like prostitutes who turn tricks. How funny is that? All right. Instant mashed potatoes. Canada's largest vegetable crop was transformed in 1962 when Edward Aselbergs, a Canadian Minister of Agriculture employee, turned the familiar potato into instant mashed potato flakes. Aselberg developed the dehydrated flakes to provide an easy-to-carry food for military rations and for campers. Canola oil. In the 1970s, Canadian doctor Richard Keith Downey and University of Manitoba researcher Balder All Stephenson, Boulder R Stephenson All That's a middle initial, the word all. Created an edible version of the rapeseed plant, a toxic member of the mustard family. Because the new crossbred variety was cheaper to grow than other oil crops, it was soon in high demand. In 1978, scientists at the Rapeseed Association of Canada changed the name from the fairly unpalatable rapeseed oil or rape oil to canola, a blend of Canada and oil. Hey, hey, hey. So that's where the word canola comes from. Uh, And yeah, I would see definitely rape oil (laughs) being very misleading. Bloody Caesar. The Bloody Caesar cocktail was invented in 1969 at an Italian restaurant inside the Calgary Inn, now the Westin Hotel. Uh, Bartender Walter Chell was asked to invent a cocktail to commemorate the restaurant's opening. Taking cues from the classic Italian dish linguini in clam sauce and rifling uh, sorry and riffing off the bloody Mary, he mixed clam juice, tomato juice, and oregano with vodka and called it the Caesar. When a British man sitting at the bar declared that's a bloody good Caesar, the drink's name was born. Today the bloody Caesar is Canada's national cocktail. Ginger ale Back around the turn of the 20th century, Toronto pharmacist John L. McLaughlin was busy making a fruit and herb-flavored soda water that he sold to local drugstores for their soda fountains. In 1904, he developed a ginger-flavored soda he later called Canada Dry Pale Ginger Ale. Although some people argue that ginger ale had been invented 50 years earlier in Ireland, McLaughlin's dis- uh, distinctive dry recipe, combined with an innovative bottling technique that pumped out large numbers of sealed bottle ready for sale... Uh, Put the drink on the map and uh, another little section here. Uh, April Fools, Newfie is what it says. Newfoundland, the last holdout to Confederation, was scheduled to join Canada on April 1st, 1949. As the date approached, though, this, uh, somebody realized that April 1st was April Fool's Day. Since many citizens of the province-to-be were unhappy about losing their independence, the joke on us symbolism of joining on April Fools seemed like a bad idea. Supposedly, that's why the signing was moved to take place immediately before the expiration of March 31st, 1949. And finally, the running feat of this one uh, on this article is Canada's last duel was in 19 sorry 1873, but its last fatal duel was in 1838 in Verdun, Quebec. Lawyer Robert Sweeney shot and killed a man who sent a love letter to his wife. And that, my friends, is Uncle John's Bathroom Meter. <clears throat> Plunges into Canada is that edition, guys. Um, as always, my partners at PortablePress.com, check out what they've got. These books are great. Fun little uh, little ways to read a little bit, learn a little something, and, uh, and move on with your life. All right? And uh, as always, of course, guys, as I mentioned before, my partners at Absolute Comedy have got the Prove Your Comic competition happening at both the Ottawa and Toronto clubs. But there are three clubs. All right? And here's some information about all of them. And as I mentioned, guys, uh, you will be able to, uh, one of the weeks in Ottawa, uh, the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, for the full week of that heat, uh, be able to try Summersby White Summers. I will be the one dispensing them, huh? How about that? So come on out and see me host on the Monday night and come taste you some Summers Bee. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersbee. Summersbee is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter and so are you if you drink Summersbee. (laughs) With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb and a taste as regal as this fake accent there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserted. it. Please drink resplendently. And there must be somebody else. Isn't there always? Oh, of course. My partner's at DK, everybody. Um, this week, I read a really, really cool book. Again, it's more of a like a reference, and uh, I, I, even an encyclopedia is a better way for it. But I, I read the tool book, guys. The Tool Lover's Guide to More Than 200 Hand Tools. Choose, Use, Maintain. Um, has a great, great forward by Nick Offerman, which I found was absolutely hysterical. He's equating uh, his love of like wizards and things like that. He was, a, I guess, a fan of, of um, geez, what do you call that? Fantasy? Sci-fi and not really sci-fi, but more fantasy stuff. And he was saying how like a wizard's wand and, a, and a, a craftsman tool can both create, you know, very cool outcomes and things like that. I, I, that was great. And if you don't know who Nick Offerman was, he's, uh, he's actually got a new show coming out. Uh, it's not listed here, but he does have a, a show where, you know, crafting and things like that. He's an actor. He was in uh, 21 and 22 do jump street. Um, he was also in, uh, if you saw the movie, the founder, which was absolutely great. i know I've spoken about this on the podcast before with uh, Michael Keaton about the McDonald's. He played one of the McDonald's brothers. So, um, yeah, Nick Offerman writes the foreword in this book and this book is super, super cool. So again, it's not like how, it's not like a, how to use power tools or anything like that. You know, it's not an instruction manual. What this is, is it's an appreciation for what different tools can do in terms of their craftsmanship. So, um, to give you an example, all right, I'm going to read you guys what the sections sound like. So they actually have tools for measuring and marking as a section. Um, you know, the tools for cutting and chopping, tools for fixing and fastening, the tools for striking and breaking, the tools for digging and groundwork, tools for sharpen, uh, sorry, tools for shaping and sharpening, and the tools for fish, finishing and decorating. Fuck, I suck at reading, eh? Um, <laughs> There's me being extra Canadian too. Fuck, I suck at reading, eh? Holy shit, bud. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed reading this. Because as always, beautiful imagery right? DK does that. But so before we even get into the sections where it starts talking about the tools individually, as always, they go deeper, right? Because you could, you could make a book. That's just a bunch of pictures of tools and little explanations of them and go, oh, it's a really cool book. It's a fascinating little resource, but as always, they go a way deeper than just giving a little explanation. They, they give you other sections. So the very beginning of the book and the introduction, they actually have a plan your work area, which gives you different tips and tricks and things like that on, you know, um, space safety organization things like that and of course there's all pictures that show them um absolutely love that there's there's a section on how to choose a tool belt so depending on what kind of job you're doing what the right tool belt would be because sometimes you know you're gonna be on a ladder you don't want to have too much weight you know, or other times where you're somewhere where you're going to have a lot of stuff available to you. You're not going to want to come out of a crawl space or things like that. Now, not all this stuff is exactly said, but but just I'm giving you illustrations as to why picking a proper toolbox would be necessary. If you're in a small crawl space, you know, and you've got a tool, that holds two things. Well, if you're doing a lot of work, you're going to need something that carries more. And so it's just, it's it's cool that they they give little explanations and things like that. There's a there's a how to choose a toolbox section. Again, right, toolbox for the job. How to choose a tool shed, right? Do you want a metal shed or a wooden shed? Um, and that's again, just the introduction, right? Just these, the sections here for the introduction before they've even gotten into the actual tools themselves. But I, I can't every section. All right. Of the sections. For example, the first section is the tools for measuring and marking prior to going into the description of the tools and stuff like that is there's a history of measuring and marking tools. So it will give you the history of who was using what first. So it, it just lets you know, here's where, here's where, um, you know, calipers came from. Here's where the Renaissance divider came from. Um, you know, Egyptian frame levels, things like that, you know, it's just, you know, like I'll give you an example. Here's the yard, right? A yard is a, a unit of measurement. It says in 1305 in England, Edward the First defined the yard as the distance from the tip of his nose to his outstretched thumb. That was yard three feet point nine meters. So there you go. So just little things like that pieces like histories of measurements stuff like that. And then of course, then you get to get into all the beautiful illustra- illustrations and illustrations, all the beautiful imagery of all the different tools that they have in just that section, explanations of them, how they're used, how to maintain them. It's absolutely fuck. It's gorgeous guys. There's my, there's me swearing again. <laughs> Thank God they love me as much as I love them. Cause any other sponsor would be like, what well, you have to swear. You're talking about a book, you fucking animal. Um, You know, and I don't know, I, I, there's no sense in me going chapter by chapter explaining everything. All right. If you are a craftsman, if you have an appreciation for tools, um, there is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't have this book. OK, it's a great book describing tools, great imagery. It might even take, you know, because like it's like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to reference something I said earlier. It's almost like if you're doing a workout and you're not using the right posture is whenever you're, you're crafting and creating, there's always different uh, things that you can do. Right. And you might be able to use a different tool and get the same result. But maybe if you look at something like this and you go, oh, I didn't realize I could do the same thing easier with the, you know, correct, you know, method or posture. I see how I tie it together there. So th- this is a great book for things like that, because it'll show you how to use other tools to achieve similar results and, uh, and gets you a little more in depth. You never know. You might be stuck someday in the wilderness, need to craft something, you know, yourself a little, little, you know. Whip something up like a monkey tying a rock to a stick, you know? I mean, I've never seen them actually do that, but you know, that's the way that that's, that's, that's the, that's the theory as far as theory goes. So from DK guys, my partners at DK, the tool book, a tool lover's guide to more than 200 hand tools. Choose, use, maintain, uh, please, please check it out. All right. On Facebook and Twitter, I'm going to have the picture up there with a link to where to get your copy. Um, you know, you can pick it up on Amazon or Indigo, whatever you like. So, um, just have a peek at it. They're great. They're great, great great books. Um, they always are, but, uh, but this tool book is very, very beautiful. It's, um, I honestly didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, but once I was going through it, like, I think the, the really big thing that DK has for them is not just the fact that they've got good information, but I'm telling you their imagery, the way they can take stuff and just keep you engaged, you know, in this social media age of, you know, just, just look at something and move on. Look at something. Like you can't sit for two seconds you know, and be bored without pulling out your phone. So the fact that they're they've they've got a, a really good visual connection with the information, their information is good, it's interesting, and it's and it keeps you tied in with just you can't wait to turn the page because there's going to be something else beautiful on the next page. All right, tool book. You know me. I love these fucking guys, um, and uh, and I can't wait to see what else they got. I got more. I'll have another another book for you guys next week. But in the meantime, check out the tool book. Um, it's outstanding. Right. And of course my, my two friends who are listeners, uh, Mika and Jim, they're both in the trades. I really do believe that you guys would love this book because it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And it, it has an appreciation for, for hand tools. You know, there's, there's information about drills and stuff in there too. Like they talk about drills and the evolution from the hand drill to the electric drill. But, um, yeah, great, great, great book for anybody who, who appreciates craftsmanship, you know, and crafting. So that's it. My partners, uh, absolute comedy. Portable Press, Summersby, DK, thank you guys so much. Coming up this week, guys, today, you know, uh, the day that you guys are listening to this, um, Wednesday, I have have a dentist appointment. So I'm going to go find out what the fuck we're going to do with that. And I cannot wait to share some good results with you guys because I do not want to have this chip in my fucking face anymore. Um, As always, I'm going to be hitting up the Uber all week. I'll let you guys know how the, uh, you know, the granola and yogurt goes. I'm going to hit the ground running with it and, and hope that I can maintain. Um, but I'm looking forward to it Thursday. I, uh, do my first session of personal training and I can't wait to work it with Kyle. I'll let you guys know how that goes. I can't wait to, to start, you know, posting some results, you know, I'll take some pictures or whatever, um, I'm gonna go see on Thursday because I'm a huge nerd, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I have already bought my tickets. Cannot wait to see that. So I'm gonna hit the training. I'm gonna go home shower real quick. And then I'm gonna go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, taking the dogs to see the vet on Friday. So that's gonna fucking cost. It never ends. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm working hard, I'm Ubering. We're gonna we're gonna get this done. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm just gonna keep making money and paying for things until I'm dead. That's how it works. All right. Uh, nothing, I have nothing planned for this weekend. You know, I, th- I feel like I've had conversations about, you know, people like, Hey, what's going on? But, uh, usually I have tastings so they've they haven't posted anything for July yet and that can change quickly. But as it stands, my weekend is wide open. So, uh, I know I've got some friends in town. My, uh, my, lic- my listener and friend, Tiffany is in town. She reached out to me today. We were actually going to get together this evening. Um, but, uh, but plans change again. She, she doesn't get into to town very often and she's got a new kiddo. So I know her family her family and her visiting, you know, relatives and stuff like that. want to see it. So we, uh, we're going to try to reschedule for later in the week. So that's, you know, up in the air. Um, I'm going to try to sit down and do a podcast with Brian. All those things are not, not confirmed yet. So, you know, it's funny. I can look at my calendar and go, Oh my God, my, my weekend is open. I can look at that on Tuesday. You know, come, come Thursday. It's a very different looking weekend, but as it stands, I got a a little, you know what? That's a, that's a pleasant surprise that I have right now. All right. It's a minor annoyance that I don't know. It's a minor a pleasant surprise that I've, I'm looking at an open calendar. So let's get those maps in, guys. Minor annoyance, pleasant surprise. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And uh, and as always, guys, send me uh, send me an email. What's going on with you? You know, contact at onemanpodcast.com. Uh, this week, there's no emails. So nothing to read. You, uh, you're you on the home stretch of this podcast, guys. Um, I'd love to hear from you, as always. So let me know how you're doing. If you guys have heard anything I've said today, uh, that, that maybe, you know, um, y- you can, uh, relate to like, cause you've tried it, you know, if you've got any hints or tips or, or recommendations for me, you know, with some of the other shit that I'm trying, I'm talking about, right. You know, like, you know, what do you do? Do you save money or do you, do you eat poorly? Like, what is it? You know, mm-hmm. well, that's actually, that's one of the same, you know, do you, do you spend and eat healthy or do you fucking save and, uh, and eat shitty, you know, have you guys found any, any, any tips or tricks? <clears throat> that kind of shit. So thank you as always to, uh, to my partners, portable, press.com, absolute comedy.ca, summersby and DK.com slash CA and Canada, DK.com in the States and, uh, just DK, whatever, wherever else you are in the world listening. Um, as always, you know, just in the, in the final little home stretch, I will just say guys, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, get engaged with my partners too. If you want to see them send in more contest stuff and prizes, I can't wait to get in your hands. In the meantime, go live your life. I'm going to live mine, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.